Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that will make a big difference to your finances. Ah, school. Remember that place where you learned all the things like Pythagoras' theorem and other stuff that you couldn't remember if you tried, but absolutely nothing about how to pay your taxes or invest in shares? Then all of a sudden, you're an adult with mountains of credit card debt thinking, should somebody have taught me about this earlier than now? Well, Chris Bricky, CEO of Stockspot Australia, is here to give you a crash course in some of the things that he thinks you should have been taught early on. So at school and uni, you do learn a lot of useful things. You also learn a lot of things that don't come into use too much in life. But one thing I think they should be teaching everyone at school and everyone at university is about personal finance, about managing your money, and particularly about investing. Now, what we know is that people that invest on average are able to live a lot more freely. You know, they're able to do more things that they want to be doing in their life and are able to be more financially secure. And so if there is one life skill that I think you can learn early that will set you up for more financial freedom in the future, it is learning the basics of investing. You know, how does investing work? What should you be investing in? What you should you be avoiding? What are the important things to pay attention to? You know, although we learn grammar and we and we learn algebra and we learn all these other things like trigonometry, just learning these basics of investing, I think, would have a lot more impact on society and actually set up a lot more people for success in the future. So if I think about what I would be teaching, you know, people at high school or people at university about investing, these are the three that I think are the absolute most important ones that would set people up for success. So the first tip I think that people should be taught is just why they should be investing in the first place. I think a lot of people don't even consider investing because they don't see the benefits. I know a lot of my friends that have, in the past at least, left a lot of money just in low interest bearing bank accounts thinking that it's safe and it's a smart way to grow your money. When in fact, leaving your money in a bank account where you might be earning 1% a year or 2% or maybe when interest rates were higher, 3 or 4%, is actually not a great way to grow your wealth because inflation, which is the price of all the things you're wanting to buy, is usually going up at least at the same rate of, as a bank account and in many cases more. You know, you see property prices and the prices of other things that people want, you know, almost always going up higher than the interest you get in a bank. And so investing allows you to actually keep up with the things that you want to buy in the future and grow your money at a faster rate. And the impact that of that, I don't think people understand because people don't appreciate the value of compounding. They don't appreciate that if you invest and grow your money at 8 or 10% per year versus 1% or 2% per year, over time, you're going to have a lot more money. So, you know, even by missing out on a return of 2.5% per year, you know, that's the difference over the lifetime of growing a very small balance of $2,000 from $2,000 to $32,000 versus $2,000 to $148,000. And so it doesn't seem like a lot to miss out on 2.5% per year in return, but the difference is actually four times in your wealth over time. So really appreciating the, the value of compound growth is the first lesson that I'd be teaching people at school because that's going to really motivate them to invest because they're going to be able to visualize the benefits in the future. 
The second thing I would be teaching people at school and at university about investing is what is the sensible way of investing? And I think people read a lot in the newspapers and in other places about how they should be investing. You know, should I be following someone's tips? You know, should I be listening to someone online? Um, But really there are three keys to successful investing, I think, once people do start to invest. And that is one, diversify. You need to spread your money across different investments, across different countries, across different sectors of the economy, because all of this helps you benefit from the overall growth of the economy and doesn't put too much emphasis on any particular company. Because what we know is that not all companies are successful and you want to guarantee that you own those companies that are successful. So spread your money as widely as you can. Keep your costs low. So fees are important when you invest. Keep those returns in your pocket rather than the pocket of the fund manager that's managing your money. And just be patient. You know, I think a lot of people approach investing and think that they're going to make, you know, 5% tomorrow or they could make 20% in the next week. Investing just doesn't work like that. Anyone that thinks they can earn 5 or 10% in a week, you know, is really kidding themselves because anything that offers that sort of return is actually gambling as opposed to investing. And if you are investing, you know, what you can probably expect is a return of something like 6 to 10% per year over the long run. But actually, that's a fabulous return if you get it consistently over time. So that's my tip number two. Tip number three, which I think is a misconception and something I'd be teaching everyone at school, is that buying and selling shares, as much as it sounds glamorous and as much as people make it sound very interesting as a hobby, it's not investing. I I used to be a professional trader and I saw in that life how few people can successfully buy and sell shares to support themselves or make profit over the long run. You know, there was actually a fantastic study that was done in Brazil looking at a a, a cohort of about a thousand people who were trading and they found that less than 1% was able to make money over the long run. So buying and selling trading shares As much as there's lots of people out there encouraging you to do it, there's all the stock tipping newsletters, all the apps that are telling you to get on buying shares, that's actually gambling. And you're almost guaranteed to lose money. And there are so many studies out there that I think we need to point people in the direction of to understand how little chance they have of making money buying and selling shares. And that's actually the last thing people should be doing. Don't follow all those tips Don't listen to people that are saying to buy and sell shares. Just spread your money across all the companies and be patient. And that's the third tip would be really help people understand what is the difference between investing versus gambling or speculation? And then what is the chance of success in both of those worlds? And if you invest, what we know is over the long run, you've almost got a 100% chance, not quite 100, but it's pretty close of having, you know, a successful return over the long run. If you are trading, your chance of success, you know, converges on zero. So to me, it sounds very obvious, but it's something that most people don't understand. So to sum up the three key things I would be teaching people at school at uni about investing to set them up for success are one, why investing is important. And that is because you earn awesome compound returns over time that are going to build your wealth much faster than other ways of growing your money in a bank account. Two is that If you're investing, you need to stay diversified, keep your fees low and just be patient. You know, you can't rush things, just sit there and set and forget. And the third one would be, don't be tempted to trade. Don't follow stock recommendations. Don't go in and buy and sell every day. Don't go for that dopamine hit that you get when you feel like you're gambling. If you want to do that, go to the races, go to the casino, get your feel of gambling, but don't do that on the share market. The share market is a way of growing wealth over the long run. And if you are trying to build wealth, you need to be investing, you know, keep speculation and investing very separate in your life. You heard the man. If it feels like gambling, it's 
probably not good for you. But what is good for you is sharing this show with someone you love. So you go do that and I will catch you on Friday for another episode.